You're listening to another episode of Paleo Runner Podcast, a podcast devoted to finding better ways to live, run, train, and eat. I'm your host, Aaron Olson. You can find out more information by going to paleorunner.org. If you enjoy the show and would like to give your support, please leave a review or rating on iTunes. This helps increase the visibility of the show so that others can find out about the show as well. Search for Paleo Runner in iTunes and click on Ratings and Reviews. You can email feedback to Aaron at paleorunner.org. If you downloaded the show through iTunes and are listening on an Apple device, you can follow along with links and chapters. Thanks for listening. My guest today is Dave Asprey. Dave is an entrepreneur and biohacker who has spent over $250,000 of his own money to upgrade himself to make himself smarter, stronger, and healthier. He runs a popular blog and podcast called Bulletproof Executive, where he offers the latest information on how to get the most from your mind and body. He's also an author, and his latest book is called Better Baby Book. Dave, I'm so excited to, to be speaking with you today, and it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Hey, thanks, Aaron. So, Dave, from what I've learned from reading your blog and podcast, you've become famous for something called biohacking. What exactly is biohacking? Biohacking is the art and science of taking control of your own biology so that your body and your mind will do what you want them to do instead of what they're just doing without your inputs. So how did you become interested in biohacking? Well, I was fat and unhealthy when I was young. I used to weigh 300 pounds. I had arthritis in my knees when I was 14. I've had three knee surgeries and uh, all sorts of chronic inflammation and allergies and asthma and all that sort of stuff. And I really was working on losing the weight. And I realized that when I really measured what I ate and the amount of exercise I did, that there was not a correlation between exercising more and eating less and losing weight, that there was something else going on. So I started focusing on that, lost 100 pounds, have kept it off for more than a decade. And I had brain problems. I, I could feel days when I felt stupid. And I thought, hmm, maybe it's all in my head. So I started measuring that going back as far as like the mid 90s. And I used computer software to do it. And what do you know? There were days when I really was stupid. I was slow and I could measure how slow I was. So then I did cross correlations and realized, wow, if I eat gluten two days before today, then I'm going to be slow today. But the day after I eat gluten, there's no problem. And I found a whole bunch of other variables that impacted intelligence and focus and all that. And then I went, my company, when I was 26, went public. I made $6 million. Of course, we went bankrupt two years later in the dot-com boom. But for two years, I had a ton of money. And I spent, actually today, is closer to $300,000 on upgrading every system in my body I could. So I threw a lot of money at the problem. I run an anti-aging nonprofit called Silicon Valley Health Institute, SVHI.com. We've been around for 19 years, bringing the world's top experts on aging and human performance in. Every month, we've got 10 years of video online for free, and it's kind of amazing, but getting to call these guys, getting to talk to them has taught me an amazing amount. So I've synthesized and amalgamated a lot of that knowledge into a program that lets you kick more ass in every domain you can think of. Awesome. You know, one of the things I first tried when I heard about your podcast and, and the Bulletproof Diet was this thing you call Bulletproof Coffee. What exactly is that, and how can people use it to you know, feel awesome every day, like you talk about on your blog. Bulletproof coffee is a pretty precise recipe. And it may sound like I'm being picky, but every single thing I do is motivated by biochemistry and human performance. So you start out by using coffee without mold in it. And you might say, well, my coffee doesn't have mold. It's black and it's been roasted. But it turns out that during the fermentation process of coffee, things that affect your brain 
get introduced and they affect your brain negatively. So you get the benefits of the actual bean itself and the caffeine and all, but you get a downside that makes you crash a couple hours later and need another cup and you get a headache or jitters or you just feel blah. So you start with beans that don't have the blah in them. And that's called upgraded coffee. It's the bulletproof process that I created to make coffee specifically for cognitive function. From there, you brew the coffee with a metal filter, not a paper filter, like a French press works fine, because you need the chemicals that are in the coffee oils, and paper stops that from working. You get maybe a 20% better boost in performance from brewing properly. Then you take the black coffee and you blend it with grass-fed unsalted butter. I use Kerrygold brand from Ireland. And you put a tablespoon or two or three or four, if that's what your body wants, and you add upgraded MCT oil. This is medium-chain triglyceride. It's six times stronger than coconut oil. There's no way you're going to eat six tablespoons of coconut oil, but you can eat one tablespoon of MCT oil. Mm-hmm. When you put that in there and you hit blend, you'll get this huge head of foam, like a really frothy, creamy latte. It tastes amazing and delicious. If you drink it for breakfast, you won't be hungry for eight hours. You'll have no food cravings at all. You'll have amazing laser mental focus, and you can do it over and over. And the side effect of this, it's called bulletproof intermittent fasting if you don't have any other food with it, is that aside from the mental focus and energy that you get and just the ability to to get things done, you also lose weight, and it can even help you build muscles, which is pretty amazing. So you talked about adding butter and MCT oil. Is that any different than someone who just adds cream to their coffee? It's hugely different. When you add cream, especially if it's not from grass-fed cows, but even if it is, you're getting casein in there, a a substantial amount of casein, the protein that comes in dairy. When you get enough protein, it turns off the intermittent fasting effect that you're getting when you have just bulletproof coffee. And also, the casein that's in most cream is denatured, and it's inflammatory. And according to some studies, it may even promote certain kinds of liver cancer. So I don't look at cooked dairy protein as a particularly healthy anti-inflammation food. It actually contributes to inflammation. You also get most of the creams out there have carrageenan or guar gum, and they're homogenized. When you homogenize them, you change the shape and size of the fatty acids in them so that they actually don't have the same biological effect. Like there's a very specific reason we blend the butter into the coffee and we're using butter, not cream, because you get a different biological effect when you do it that way. And the difference is noticeable. You know, that's what I like about your website and your diet is you take this very intense laser-like focus and you look at all the foods that you're putting into your body and how they affect your mental performance. Can you talk a little bit more about the role of mycotoxins? Is, is I think that's the word, right? And yeah, how mycot- those affect your performance? Absolutely. Mycotoxins are just the toxins that mold and fungus makes in the environment. And It's strange, but in the last 30 years, we've really changed the fungal biome of the planet. So the kind of soil microbiology that we have today is different than it was before. If you've ever seen X-Men, the movie, the, the premise of the movie is that suddenly something causes rapid mutation in humans. So we get people with wings and electrical bolts out of their eyes and whatever else. Well, 30 years ago, we turned on the X-Men mutation factor for the fungus in our environment. We did it with an agricultural chemical called Benomil, which is made by DuPont. And it it increases the mutation rate radically on fungus. So for the last 30 years, every 20 minutes, this fungus has been replicating. And now globally, we have changes in these species that make a lot more toxins. We also have, at the same time, uh, these problems with monocultures and corn and soy and, and grains. 
And we also have very long processed food and food distribution things where it's totally common for a big coffee company to mix a million pounds of coffee together to make a blend. Well, if one of those coffee plantations had a fungal problem, you get some of those toxins in all of the coffee that way. So part of what these mycotoxins do when they get into your food, or even worse, if they get into your air because you have water damage in your house, is they cause systemic inflammation starting in the gut and the brain and the nervous system. It's called glial activation or it's called overactive innate immunity. And I have countless people in my executive performance coaching practice who have mycotoxins as an element slowing them down. It's like kryptonite, except it's microscopic. And if you're, you want to perform at your ultimate level, if you have these things floating around in your house because you know, there's a leak in the ceiling by your bedroom or your kitchen or somewhere, you might not even see it, but it'll affect how you feel. Or if you're eating nuts that have a little bit of mold or cheap frozen berries from Costco that have mold in them, you'll be like, wow, I felt like a great golden god all day, and then I had lunch, and then I had two hours of feeling blah. Well, that blah, there's a reason. It's not natural to feel blah ever. If you feel blah, something caused it, and you need to figure out what it is, and that's the process of becoming bulletproof. Nice, nice. Yeah, you know, I can actually say that I, I ordered some of this bulletproof coffee last week. I tried it out. I made my own blend. I didn't have any MCT on hand, but I did coconut oil. That's um, the next best thing, right? And it's great. I mean, I I did a 10 mile run this morning and I came close to one of my best times for 10 mile. And it's it's pretty awesome how you feel. So people should check it out if they're interested. There are a bunch of mixed martial artists who started using Bulletproof Coffee, uh, Hollywood stuntmen, hedge fund traders. Like it's an unfair advantage right now because everyone doesn't know about it. <laughs> but, but it really is like like I don't think the doping committees are going to be able to say, you know, no Bulletproof Coffee because there's a limit on the amount of caffeine you can use. And they might track that depending on your sport. But I'm only talking like two cups of coffee that I do this to. But it's the fact that you've mixed the diterpenes, the coffee oils, the ones that stop inflammation in the brain and nervous system. You mix those in with fats and you get them to be the right size by blending it instead of just eating a stick of butter along with drinking some coffee. You do that right and you, you felt it. Like you had a personal best just after you tried the stuff. It is a performance enhancing drug that's legal and not really a drug. It's just coffee. But it's not what you'll get at you know, the big green label store. And I know that because we ran an institutional review board approved study comparing my coffee beans to another major brand's coffee beans. Yeah, you were talking about comparing your coffee to some of the name brand coffees. Have any coffee shops started carrying Bulletproof coffee? Not yet, although I am planning to open a coffee shop in San Francisco in the next, uh, I don't want to give a date yet, I don't know the date, but I'm I'm working on it right now. Okay. So I, I'm open to coffee shops carrying it. And the thing is, there's a real study out there that shows huge differences on a wide range of executive cognitive function. And the only difference in this study is the kind of beans that they're, they're having. Okay. We even compared butter with and with the different brands of coffee. And it turns out butter didn't make a result in the study, but the coffee itself had a huge impact, which means it's not a placebo effect because we all expected butter to improve things. We didn't test MCT oil uh, because it was a, a difficult thing with the study design. But yeah, the, the truth of the matter is that the butter gives you energy and turns off cravings and just makes your body not worry about hunger for about eight hours, which lets you perform better because you're spending less time subconsciously thinking about fuel just because your body's like, there's plenty of fuel here. I just drank, you know, this amazing butter. And then the mental focus you get, once you try it, you'll know. And if you try it with the wrong beans, it doesn't work. Right. 
So you talked about some of the foods we should be avoiding, like, you know, just your run-in-the-mill coffee that you buy at the grocery store. What are some of the foods that we should be eating on the Bulletproof diet? Avocados. Okay. And here's an interesting variable. You eat an avocado that's black, or you eat the, the guacamole at Whole Foods, which was made six days ago and is still sitting on the shelf on sale, you're going to get the stuff that grows on avocados, which makes its own set of neurologically active toxins. So fresh avocados, and if they've got black stuff in them, cut the black stuff out very religiously. Mm-hmm. And that is a performance tip. It sounds weird, but the black part of avocados is going to slow you down. Okay. The other foods would be like egg yolks from pastured eggs that are not overcooked. You want lightly cooked or uncooked egg yolks. I put two or three of them in a smoothie on a regular basis, just raw egg yolks. And butter is really good. MCT oil, coconut oil. Uh, my uh, upgraded MCT oil, I'll plug that here. I formulated that stuff to be, like, I think, the only one on the market that's really 100% MCT versus most of them are the 5 to 10% other stuff. So there's there's all sorts of things you can do like that, but grass-fed meat, eggs, organ meats, if you can tolerate them, like liver, things like that. I take liver capsules because liver is gross. Okay. And yes, it's 50 to 70% of your calories from fats, not any polyunsaturated fats. You'll still get some anyway, but you don't, you don't want to intentionally eat canola or corn or soy or oils like that. You know, eat whole foods as much as you can and supplement intelligently. You, you mentioned liver pills there. I haven't heard about that. Where can I get those? Um, just do a Google search for desiccated liver capsules. And okay. there's a bunch of brands out there. Um, I think I get mine from Radiant rainbow something i i I don't know um here give me 10 seconds and i'll tell you okay see now i'm actually like real time during a podcast digging through my huge vitamin stash to find the exact there we go radiant life makes a nice liver okay and here that's gonna be mold free and all that yeah it's it's well processed and basically let's see if you were to find if you take six capsules, that's the equivalent of eating an ounce of raw liver. So if you take six capsules every day or two, you're getting like you ate a lot of liver without that horrible, disgusting flavor of liver. <laughs> yeah. Dave, you talk. Uh, your latest book is called Better Baby Book, and it's about how to have the healthiest baby possible. And my wife and I are thinking about having kids within the next year or two. What are some of the things that we can do to ensure that we have the healthiest baby And, well, first of all, get pregnant and then have a healthy baby. I would direct you guys to betterbabybook.com where we blog about that sort of stuff. And that's the site for the book. And the book is actually, how do you have the smartest baby? And it just so happens that the healthiest babies are also going to be the smartest babies because they can allocate resources towards neurological development after the basic biological needs are handled. What you want to do is start before you even get pregnant, which is awesome. You have plenty of time for that. One in eight couples today is having a hard time conceiving and IVF is at an all-time high. But if you plan ahead, you can detox, especially for the woman, but also for the man. Things like activated charcoal, which we write about in the book, bentonite clay, and eating the equivalent of the Bulletproof diet. For women, it's modified in the Better Baby book to have more carbs. But the kind of carbs you eat is terribly important. So not eating grains except for white rice, eating sweet potatoes as your carb source. Things like that, because those tend to have no anti-nutrients and no toxins, no naturally occurring pesticides like a lot of foods have. When you do that, over a period of months, fertility goes up dramatically. And one of the most important recipes for you to understand is called get some ice cream. Have you come across (laughs) that on the blog yet? I've heard about that, yeah. 
So what get some ice cream is, is a recipe. I used to make it every night for my wife when we were getting ready to have kids and while she was pregnant. And it's nine egg yolks. You can use only six if you want to go light. Uh-huh. Unsalted butter instead of cream. And you blend this with MCT oil and or coconut oil in a blender. You add the sweetener of your choice. I, I use a, a blend of xylitol and erythritol. These are sugar alcohols that are naturally occurring in the body that don't raise insulin and don't cause the problems of normal sugar or especially fructose. Okay. So we put those in there and then I add some upgraded chocolate or upgraded vanilla. These are mold-free spices that I have manufactured in you know, small, properly run production facilities using the Bulletproof process. And what we end up with is this amazing creamy ice cream concoction that's like kind of a custard consistency. You put it in an ice cream maker and when you eat the stuff that comes out, it's creamier and richer and just more amazing than any ice cream you've had. But an hour after you eat it, you'll look at your significant other and be like, I think it's time to go to the bedroom. And that's why it's called It's called get some ice cream because you send a genetic, like, sorry, an epigenetic signal to the body. Epigenetics is the study of how the environment influences gene expression. And you're telling the body there is so much good stuff, perfect for building a baby, that maybe we should just go try. And it's a subtle signal, but I swear it works better than vodka. Wow. Increases (laughs) fertility and gets you into the bedroom fast. Oh, that sounds pretty tasty. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. The recipe is online and it, it is truly tasty. Uh, I give it to people who are not health food related whatsoever, and they're like, oh, my God, can I get more? And it creates a kind of hunger, like especially if you were to give it to like a vegetarian, mm-hmm. uh, it creates a kind of hunger that you just don't see. And they're like, can I eat more? And they'll eat, they'll eat it until they get the runs. They can't stop themselves from eating it. And that's because they're starving for like those healthy kinds of fats. And your body will really tell you it's time to eat this stuff. But when you get enough of it for a long period of time by going on the Bulletproof Diet, you're like insatiable desire for the quality saturated fats goes down because your body's got all it needs and it it feels satisfied. It no longer feels like it's in a world where there's not enough healthy fat. Okay. So how many kids do you have, Dave? And are they on the bulletproof diet? I have two kids and absolutely they're on the bulletproof diet. We've got a couple of videos up about like how do you feed kids bulletproof? But if you eat this way during pregnancy, at least if the, the woman does, the kids are born basically ready to eat good foods. So my kids drink collagen protein. We have upgraded collagen coming out this month and we've got, and that comes from grass fed cows, enzymatically processed. They eat MCT oil every day. And my favorite thing of all is they don't eat cheese. And I know I like the taste of cheese, but cheese causes inflammation. It just does. And I've tried like extremely odd cheeses to try and see if I can get around it, including ones from certain strains of cows. The bottom line is that the fermentation process in cheese creates things that don't lead to optimal human performance in the research I've read and in my own self experiments with myself and with clients and with family and whatnot. So my kids don't eat cheese, but they look at butter the way we look at cheese. So you open the fridge to get out a stick of this unsalted grass fed butter. And literally the kids are like, Hey, can I have a bite of that? And like, they'll take a bite of it without even to them. It's just food. And I'm kind of the same way. So for Christmas, when my daughter was three, first time she ever sat on Santa's lap at the mall, he says, what do you want for Christmas little girl? And she goes, I want my own stick of salted butter. (laughs) And he looks at me like, huh? And when she gets it, Christmas morning, she ignores the bike and all that. She picks it up like an Olympic torch and she runs around the living room, holding it over her head, screaming like butter. I got my butter. Yay. And she opened it up and she took a bite like a Snickers bar. Like, so yeah, she's bulletproof. Nice. So <laughs> is it's pretty important to have the grass fed butter too, isn't it? 
don't eat butter if it's not grass-fed. It's that simple. The okay. fatty acid profile is totally different. You feed a, a cow corn and soy, which is what most most of the time, although they also eat sawdust and God knows what else they put in their old Snickers bars. They, they literally will throw any kind of um, old expired food in. And you get junk in the milk. You get completely bad fatty acids. And if the... If if it contained corn, the food did, they're getting genetically modified corn, which does affect fertility in animals, and we know this, including in humans. And 90-something percent of, co- of corn that's grown in the U.S. has a fungus called fusarium growing on it, which makes xenoestrogens. These are toxins that mimic estrogen, but they're thousands of times stronger. So if you're eating non-organic, non-grass-fed milk, you're getting a concoction that has very little to do with what milk actually should have or what butter should have. There's also a new move out to allow NutraSweet to be added to milk without being labeled because labeling NutraSweet might confuse the poor consumers in the U.S. So the quality of your butter and the quality of any dairy you eat is really important if you want to kick ass. You just need to be pickier than hell about it or just not eat it. You know, Dave, I'm really drawn to your approach because you're trying to get the most out of yourself every day and feel awesome every day. What do you say about some of the people in the paleo community who might be thinking, you know, you're playing with fire here. You're, you're trying to biohack your body and your mind and do all these things. And the ancestral way is to take a step back and learn from our ancestors. What do you say to people who might be thinking that? I'm, I love uh, the people in paleo. And um, I have speak at paleo conferences like Paleo FX last year. Uh, I've had a lot of these guys like Tim Noakes and Paul Gemini on my show uh, on the Bulletproof podcast. And I consider them to be, you know, colleagues and people who support food quality. Also, you can take a step back, but what did our ancestors do when it came to science? Well, they didn't exactly have microscopes and centrifuges and, you know, x-ray crystallography and the things we do. They didn't know what mycotoxins were. And also, if you want to get all your nutrition from your food, I, I fully support you, but you also must get all of your toxins from a natural environment. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, every one of those paleo people gets on a damned airplane, and they're exposed to ionizing radiation, BPA, pesticides, and jet fuel in the airplane. And if they're thinking that the paleo way of eating is going to give their body what it needs to detox after that flight, they're simply not, it's not accurate. Our environment is not the environment that cavemen lived in. Can we learn an amazing amount by looking at what our ancestors ate? Yeah. Can we do better? Yes, we can and we should. Well, Dave, it's been great speaking with you today. I think you've given our listeners a lot to think about. So thanks so much for being part of the show. Aaron, thanks a ton. I'd invite people to check me out on bulletproofexec.com or on betterbabybook.com. Awesome. I'll put a link to the in the show notes to those sites. Cool. Have a great day. You've been listening to another episode of Paleo Runner Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go to iTunes and leave a review. If you'd like to find out more information, go to paleorunner.org. You can send your feedback to Aaron at paleorunner.org. Thanks for listening.